Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 7 continued. Section 11, The Flourishing Mission and Its Price. By the end of 1952, the third floor of the Gomes's family house had become too small for the community of 26 members. Mother Teresa was obliged to look for a larger home to accommodate the increasing number of sisters. After storming heaven with prayer, she found a house on Lower Circular Road that is still today the mother house of the Missionaries of Charity. The community moved there in February 1953. The inspiration of 1946 was now a living reality. A flourishing community serving the poorest of the poor of Calcutta. The challenges and sufferings involved had been worth it, but they were not over. There was one particular trial for which Mother Teresa repeatedly sought spiritual support. After some time, she finally revealed this painful interior ordeal, by now deeply settled in her soul. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How did the Gomes's family feel when Mother Teresa left? These brothers had been very generous. We don't know, really, how they felt. But they must have recognized that they had played a crucial part. They must have recognized and accepted that although Mother Teresa and her sisters were moving to another home, their generosity, the providence of God which had allowed them to have this home that the sisters could make use of at the right time at the right place, was part of God's plan. And now, God was continuing this plan. They were needed, but no longer needed. And this is one of the things that we all have to pray for. We have to pray for the grace to accept that certain things have to happen at certain times. And our cooperation, our being there in the right place is necessary. But that that role that we have won't necessarily continue in the same way or for a long time. 
just keep remembering what the Archbishop of Calcutta told Father Van Exen when the rule of Mother Teresa was finally sort of approved. He said, well, we've done our part. We've done our part, and now we leave it to God's providence. Well, the Gomes brothers had to say the same thing. We did our part in the foundation, and now God was taking it farther. Let us not think that God will always do things in the same way. Let us not think that things can't change. Mother Teresa's order could not stay in the same place if it was to grow. It's a living reality. And living realities like plants, like animals, like human beings, remain what they are precisely by changing, by growing. A child remains himself, keeps the same identity, not by being a child forever, but becoming an adolescent and then becoming an adult and then eventually becoming middle-aged and eventually getting elderly. In other words, to live is to change. To live is to change. And therefore, we have to accept certain changes. And these Gomes' brother had their role. But now a new avenue was opening. In this new home on the lower circular road, the sisters could go way beyond 26. In that new home, a foundation could be laid for hundreds, thousands of sisters, as we see even today. Mother Teresa's growing order had a price, though. And what we're about to get into in this next chapter is something more painful and difficult than the misunderstandings with Loretto, more painful and difficult than the delays caused by the Vatican, more painful and difficult than all the trials that the Archbishop put Mother through to test her spirit, more painful and difficult than the work they were having to do. For the trial and the pain we're about to read about is the interior darkness that Mother Teresa endured. But let us always keep in mind the Lord's words on the road to Emmaus. Was it not necessary that the Son of Man should suffer these things and so enter into his glory? We enter into the glory of the risen Christ. We enter into the divine sonship. We become a new creation insofar as we share in his passion. And if it seems dark to us, if we seem like we're in a difficult spot, let us always repeat the words of the two on the road to Emmaus. Stay with us, Lord, for it's getting dark. Stay with us, Lord, for it's getting dark. For if we are with him, if we have our hand in his hand, if he is behind us, if we don't abandon him, then whatever we're asked to go through, we'll get through it. We will die and we will rise with him. Alleluia.
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.